Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Good morning, Fusion Church. Hallelujah. Motivational Monday is here, the beginning of a new week. Well, praise God, we made it through to this beginning. And we are in Exodus 25. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you. I just thank you for this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I thank you for your word this morning. I pray that you will speak to our hearts, Father God, that you will just reveal certain things to us this morning. I pray for all those that are listening, Father God, and watching, my Lord, that you will just meet them where they're at. I thank you in advance, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, praise God. Stretch it out. Wake up a little bit like I'm trying to do. And my lovely Sandra is reading the word. Okay, good morning. I am reading the NIV version. We are in Exodus 25, starting with verse one. It says, the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. You are to receive the offering for me from each man whose heart prompts him to give. These are the offerings you are to receive from them. Gold silver and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen, goat hair, ram skins dyed red, and hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and oxen, excuse me, onyx stones, and other gems to be mounted on the ephod, and breast peace. Then have them make, make a sanctuary for me. I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. Have them make a chest of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half high. Overlay it with pure gold, both inside and out and make a gold molding around it. Cast four gold rings for it and fasten them to its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Then make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the rings on the side of the chest to carry it. The poles are to remain in the rings of this ark. They are not to be removed. Then put in the ark the testimony which I will give you. Make an atonement cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide. And make two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. Make one cherub on 
one end and, and the second cherub on the other. Make the cherubim of one piece with the cover at the two ends. The cherubim are to have their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover with them. The cherubim are to face each other, looking toward the cover. Place the cover on top of the ark and put in the ark, put in the ark, the testimony which I will give you. There above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony, I will meet with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. Make a table of acacia wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide and a cubit and a half high. Overlay it with pure gold and make a gold molding around it. Also, make around it a rim, a handbreadth wide, and put a gold molding on the rim. Make four gold rings for the table and fasten them to the four corners where the four legs are. The rings are to be closed to the rim uh, to hold the poles used in carrying the table. Make the poles of acacia wood overlay them with gold and carry the table with them and make its plates and dishes of pure gold as well as its pitchers and bowls for the pouring out of offerings. Put the bread of, pres of the presence on this table to be before me at all times. Verse 31, make a lampstand of pure gold and, a ha and hammer it out, base and shaft, its flower-like cups buds and blossoms shall be of one piece with it. Six branches are to extend from the sides of the lampstand, three on one side and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms are to be on one branch, three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. And on the lampstand, there are to be four cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms. One bud shall be under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand, a second bud under the second pair, and a third bud under the third pair, six branches in all. The buds and the branches shall all be of one piece with the lampstand hammered out of pure gold. Then make its seven lamps and set them up on it so that they light the space in front of it. Its wick trimmers and trays are to be of pure gold. A talent of pure gold is to be used for the lampstand and all of these accessories. See that you make them according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Amen. 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 All right. All right. Stretch if you need to again. Thank you, Sandra. You know, wow, what a word, what a word. You know, when I started to read this particular chapter and I started to read all the, the details because we serve a God of details, you know, and a God of preparation. He does everything right the first time. I pretty much got stuck right in the beginning as I was reading this. And I read through it a couple of times, you know, and, and it says in the beginning there, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering from everyone who willingly with his heart, you shall take an offering. So in other words, the Lord is asking for something. The Lord is asking for an offering. But the most important thing here, he says, 
do it willingly with his heart, you know, who's doing it with his heart. He's asking for something, an offering, but he wants the heart to be right because that's what he wants. He wants our heart. He says in Exodus 35, 5, that says, the Lord commanded Moses, take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it as an offering to the Lord. You know, and, and, and it, it, again, a willing heart. Where is our heart for the Lord today? That's the question. Where is our heart? Exodus 35, 21, it says, then everyone came whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing and they brought to the Lord an offering to the work of the tabernacle of the meetings and for its service and for the holy Amen. garments. The Lord wants that whatever we're going to bring him, that our hearts will be right, that our hearts are willing. Whatever we bring to the Lord should come from our heart because of our love towards him. You know, it says there, you know, he, he wants us to have that. We have that free will to bring it, and he wants our heart to be right, to bring it, you know, willingly. And again, if our heart is not willing, the Lord does not want what we're going to give him. The Lord does not want what you're going to give him if our heart is not willing. Again, in Colossians 3.23 says, and whatever you do, do it heartily. In other words, with your heart as unto the Lord and not as unto man. It is a hard thing because he's asking for an offering. And the offering is going to be for the temple. The offering is going to be for the sanctuary. The offering is going to be to build the temple of the Lord. Because in verse 8, it says, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. So in other words, all these things that the Lord is asking, all the offering of all these different items that he's asking for the people to bring, he said, this is going to be for the temple. This is going to be for my house. But the most important thing is, that he wants it to come from your heart. And that's what God is calling us today. Where is our heart today? Where is our heart? Whatever we do unto the Lord, he will bless it. And he will bless you if our heart is in the right place. And that's the most important thing. First Samuel 15, 22, uh, Samuel says, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice. Do it right. Do it right before the Lord. Samuel was saying right here that partial obedience to God is really disobedience. So if God is asking you to do something, if God has called us to do something, we should do it with our heart. Again, not complaining. Come on now, let's be real. Sometimes the Lord might ask us to do something, and we really don't want to do it. We really don't want to do what he's asking us to do. But yet he's telling us, I have given you a free will, and this is what I'm asking of you. And if we do it with our heart, everything's going to turn out fine. In Proverbs 21.3 says, to do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. 
So he doesn't want you to, to, to be sacrificing something or just doing it just for the heck of doing it. He wants you to do it for the right reason, for the right thing. Here in Cumberland County, you know, we do set up every Saturday and tear down every Sunday. And, you know, and we go and we go to church and we have to roll out the equipment. We roll out the carts and we have a whole bunch of busy beavers all over the place going in different directions. Sometimes the place looks like a disaster as we pulling out things. But you, you see different little groups working and working and working, you know, to get everything set up. And my, and my portion of it is pipe and drape. And believe me, there's a lot of pipe and drape. There's a lot of pipe and drape that we have to set up. And guess what? As we start doing it, you know, we start doing it for the for building up the temple. You know, sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes it's tiring. But I have learned, you know, I have learned throughout this year that we've been doing this because it's going to be celebrating a year next week, my people. We're celebrating a year. So that's enough to, you know, to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We made it through a year. And I think back, man, I hang up a lot of pipe and drape, you know. And as I did it, I learned to do it unto the Lord. Yes, it's tiring. Yes, it's a lot of work. But as I do it unto the Lord, I get a satisfaction about it. I get, you know, I say, I'm doing it for God. So, you know, God is fulfilling me as I do it. Yeah, it's hard work, but get again. God gives us that, that fulfillment in Proverbs uh, 3, 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. A lot of times when God is asking us for something, we may not understand it. We might be even confused. Look at the word, the testimony of Maya yesterday in church. And how, you know, she was going in one direction and God wanted her to go in a different direction. And guess what? When she heard the voice of the Lord, when it became clear to her and she stepped out and she moved forward in that direction, look how the doors opened up for her. And now she's going to go away into the mission to do the mission field. You know, she's going to go for training. So, you know, as we move forward to do the, the will of the Lord, and as we take those steps, you know, he's going to honor that. He's going to bless you beyond where you're at. He's going to bless those steps, you know. And, and a lot of times he's asking you to do something or he's asking you to bring an offering. And, and he's asking you to bring something before him, you know, and, and, and we have that struggle. But yet again, when we move forward in the Lord, my brothers and sisters, when we take that step of faith, God will honor that. And when we do it with our heart, God will open up the doors of heaven. You know, I remember once, and I was at, I was attending a it was a different church uh, back in the day. Uh, yes, and back in the day, I did have hair. You know, and I was and I was in the in the in the back of the church, and there was a word being given to the church, and they wanted an interpretation for this word. And guess what? I felt that in my spirit that it was for me to bring the interpretation of that word. And I was in the back and I was fighting this. I was, ah, let somebody else do that. Let somebody else bring the word. But the Holy Spirit was stirring me up. And yet my mind was blank. I didn't know what the interpretation was at the moment. But guess what? As I started to walk down the aisle by faith, my heart was beating like it was going to come out of my throat. 
And I was just walking down. I said, Lord, I have not an idea, but I'm just taking a step of faith. And, I, and Lord, and I'm going to bring this to your altar. And I started walking down. I started getting bolder, but yet I still didn't have anything in my head of what I'm going to say. And I, and I, I stepped up and I picked up that mic. And as I held that mic, that's when the Lord gave it to me. And that's when I started to speak the word of the Lord to the people. And I brought the interpretations and lives were changed and the presence of God was there. You know, and if I wouldn't have done that, there wouldn't be no interpretation. But I took the Lord on his word. I moved forward. And as I moved forward, just like Maya is moving forward, God fulfilled it. God filled my mouth with the words of the, of the interpretation. But I would never would have experienced that if I would have stayed in the background. And God is calling us. What is God is telling you to do? What is God is asking of you to give to him? What offering is he asking of you? You know, because I know God will always give you what you need when you need it to fulfill the calling in your life. And he will give you more than enough to fulfill that calling. You know, in Exodus 36, 6 and 7, it says, it says, so Moses gave the command and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp saying, let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing it. And when I read that, I said, like, look at this. Look at this. God is asking, ask for an offering. People are bringing the offering. You know, and the ones that they were bringing it, that were willingly giving it from their heart, were being received. And he says in verse 7, for the materials that they had was sufficient for all the work to be done. Indeed, it was too much. How can we outgive God? You know, how do we outgive God? Well, we can, we can outgive God when we do it with our heart. When we do it beyond our means, when we take a step of faith and we say, Lord, whatever it is that you have called me for to do, I'm going to do and I'm going to move forward by faith. And that is what God is asking us in this particular chapter. Yes, it gives us a lot of details about the ark of the, you know, to build the ark, to do uh, the table uh, for the showbread, you know, for the lamb uh, post. And he's giving us all these details and he's asking us to bring all this stuff but it's for the building of the kingdom, for the building of his temple. And I was blown away when he would say that they brought more than enough, that it had to be cut. Imagine what will happen in future in church. You know, if the Lord if it puts it in our hearts and we start bringing more to the Lord, what talents are we bringing to the Lord? What is God asking us to give him? You know, what, what, what connect group are we supposed to be leading? You know, what many, what part of ministry are we supposed to be involved with? If we willingly come with our heart and we willingly put ourselves in the Lord's hand, God can blow us away. So I was blown away by Exodus 36, 6 and 7, that they, they have to restrain the people. Come on now. Come on now. Imagine restraining the people because our God is a God of more than enough. Our God will always meet the need beyond our expectation but what he's asking of us what are we doing are we doing it with our heart or are we doing it because we feel obligated come on now i'm challenging you this morning are we doing it from our heart 
Or are we doing it because we feel obligated? The Lord wants our heart because it starts off right there. He said, for those who are giving willingly from the heart. And that's the challenge of us for this morning, you know, because here we come. We're getting ready to celebrate 10 years of fusion church. 10 years. That's enough to go, oh, thank you, Jesus. What a milestone. EHT. And I remember back in the day when that was still a warehouse and we were trying to get the carpet off the ground. Boy, we had a lot of knuckle dragging that particular place and backbreaking work that was done. But getting, yet again, we're celebrating right now. After all that sacrifice and work to the Lord, three years for EHT. Wow, another breakthrough. And then now a year for Cumberland County. You know, so we're, we're, we're ready to celebrate this, you know, and God is saying, okay, now I brought you to the 10 years. I have brought you to the three years of EHT. I have brought Cumberland County to the one year. Now what is God is asking us to do? Come on now. So I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you this morning. What are you willing to offer the Lord? What are you willing to offer the Lord? In a, a special offering? your talents, your time, what is it? Do it with all your heart. Whatever we do for the kingdom, let us do it with all of our heart. Because you know why? Because when we do it with all of our heart, God will bless it. And at the same time, as he's blessing what you're doing, he's blessing you. He's blessing you. It says, it says in Isaiah, Isaiah 43, 16 through 19, it says, and it's a pretty long, and I'm just going to read it because the main verse here is going to be at the very end. But look, thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and a path in the waters. So God makes a way. God is saying, I am the one that makes a way for you. Come on. He makes a way for Doug. He makes a way for Nicole. He makes a way for June. He makes a, a, word, a way for, for Michael. He says, who brings forth the chariots and the horses and the armies and the powers. And they shall lay down together. They shall not rise up. They are being extinguished. And they will, and they will be quenched like a wick. In other words, God is going to make a way. And whatever that we're going to confront, he's going to be the one in control. He's going to bring it down. He's going to bring it down. He says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things are old. Behold, this is it. Behold, I would do a new thing. Amen. Praise God. God is getting ready to do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, and you shall not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and a river in the desert. I will make even a road, a road in the wilderness and a river in the desert. Whatever it is, whatever it is that we're going through, God is going to make a way. God is going to make a way. God is going to make a way. He, and he says it right here. Even if there's a desert, he's going to make a way in the desert. Even if there's a river, he's going to make a way through the river. And, you know, so he will make a way for you. He will make a way for me. He's making a way for future church as we come together to celebrate next Sunday. But he's asking us, whatever you bring me, bring it from the heart. So I challenge you this particular day. Do it unto the Lord. 
give him the, the praise, give him the glory, give him the honor. If, if it's going to be uh, an offering of worship and praise, do it from the heart. And that is what is God is asking us in this chapter. Yes, it's a lot of details. It's a lot of details of what he wants the people to do, you know, and he's going to bring all that to pass for the most important thing. He's saying, where is your heart? Where is your heart? Where is my heart? And that's why I got stuck there. And I read that and I read that. And you know me, sometimes I go verse by verse. And this time around, you know, the, the Lord was just nudging me and says, where is your heart, Papa Hernandez? Where is your heart in all this? Where is your heart when you are putting up the pipe and drip? Is it on me or is it a commitment? You know? So I had to do some soul searching. What do I do? Am I doing it for myself or am I doing it for the kingdom? Or am I doing it just to fulfill an obligation? We need to do it unto the Lord. And as we do it unto the Lord, he has a way of blessing us. And yes, there are long hours. And yes, sometimes you become frustrated. But you know, you just got to refocus. Like I always say, focus, 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 refocus. What is the prime thing here is to bring glory and honor to God. You know, as we put up the pipe and drape in Cumberland County, as we set up every week, it's for the kingdom of God. It's for the souls that are going kind to of come in that door. As you clean those windows, as you sweep the lobbies, as you make the coffee. Oh, yes, that coffee, especially Butella Nicole, you know, make that coffee for us. You know, as you do all that, you know, we receive all that and, and, and it's, it's an offering. We just need to do it with the love of God, you know, because it's unto him. It's for his kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this morning, my brothers and sisters, and I know you love the Lord. And that's not, that's not no doubt whatsoever. That's right. Butella right there. Oh, I could use another cup right now. But, you know, as we do it, let's do it unto the Lord. You know, whatever it is, whatever your calling has been, do it unto the Lord. And you're going to see how God is going to move. I believe God is going to move in this particular season in a supernatural way. You know, because why? Because there's so much stuff going on out there. And we serve a God that is mighty and powerful and that he's making a way for you and he's making a way for me. He's making a way for our children. He's making a way for our marriages. He's making a way for the future. Why? Because he's still in control. So this new season that we're going into, school just started. It's a lot of, there's a lot of fear out there. We got to trust God. Trust the Lord and lead that into your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So my brothers and sisters, as God is calling us and he's saying, bring me an offering. Bring me an offering. Let's bring it with our hearts. Let's bring it with a willing heart and say, Lord, here it is. I do this because I love you. I do this because I want to honor you. And as we do that, you're going to see how he's going to take all that you're going through and he's going to make a way for you. It says there, like I've read, I will even make a road in the wilderness. So nothing is impossible for him. Come on. Nothing is impossible. I will make a way, a road in the wilderness. And I, don't, and I know about wilderness and I know about desert being deployed and seeing all the sand that you possibly... The beaches over here is nothing compared to your sand that you see when you go to the desert. And when you're out there, that you see that there's no life out there in the desert. 
But God says that I will make a road in the desert and I will put a river in the desert. So he will make a way for you and he will be your provision. But we have to do everything with our heart. He's asking us for our heart this morning. So as we come to a close, and I know I didn't touch all those verses, but like I said, when I started, I got stuck right there in the offering. I got stuck right there when it said that. And I said, Lord, where is my heart? So I checked myself and I went before the Lord, you know, and he just, just showed me different things. And, and, and I was blessed by it because God's word is so powerful. God's word is so good that we have to make sure that we read every word and say, Lord, what are you trying to, what are you trying to tell me through this word? So this morning, I pray that God will bless you, that God will keep you, that God will open the doors for you, that God will sustain you, that God will hold you and embrace you, and God will come for you, that God will show you that through him, all things are possible, and he will make a way for you. There's nothing you're going through that God does not have the answer to. There's nothing that you're going through this morning that the Lord already has the victory at hand for you. So let's get closer to the Lord and say, Lord, I offer you this for my heart and I praise you. You know, the easiest thing to give the Lord is praise and worship because as we worship and praise the Lord, we're lifting up our hands and we say, Lord, I give this unto you. I worship you and I praise you. And as we do that, God has a way of calming us down because sometimes we are we're, we're, we're so overwhelmed what goes on that you know we need the Lord to give us his peace. And what does his word say? I give you peace, not as the world gives it, but I give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. My perfect peace I give unto you. So it's the Lord's peace. So I speak peace over you this morning. I speak mercy. I speak love. I speak strength. I speak guidance. I speak hope. I speak joy. I speak deliverance. I speak breakthrough. I speak restoration. I speak that the eyes will open, that the ears will be open, Father God. I speak, Father God, that you will just take them by the right hand, that you will keep them, Father. I pray, oh Lord, that you will just strengthen them right now, Father, because there's nothing, my Lord God, that you cannot do on their behalf, Father God, when they come to you. So I pray for my brothers and I pray for my sisters. I pray that, Lord, that you will just comfort them. Embrace them in your love. Embrace them in your peace, Lord God. And I thank you for their supernatural breakthrough, Father God. I pray that you will open doors that need to be opened, that you will shut doors that need to be shut. But above all things, Father God, that you will receive their worship, that you will receive their praise, that you will receive their praise, the praises to you, Father God. And I just thank you for what you're going to do in their homes, in their families, Father God, in their marriages, in their children, in their children's children. I speak, Father God, that this will go on from generation to generation, Father God, that your blessing will be upon them. And I thank you, Father God. And I thank you in advance what you're doing. And Father God, I thank you for breakthrough and for the testimonies, Father God, that are going to come from this, Father. The testimonies are people that are going to say, Look what the Lord did for me. Look how God came through for me. Lord, I thank you in advance. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And amen. My brothers and sisters, you know, I pray that you receive something this morning. I'm just speaking from my heart. I love you. 
and I want you guys to succeed. And if sometimes I come and I might say something that might be a little bit strong, you know, I don't apologize for it because I want it to hit home. I want to stir you guys up. And I want you to make sure that you understand that Jesus loves you. He holds you. He has this. You never walk alone. You're never alone because he's right there with you. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, angel that he gives charge over you and yourself makes five. You're never alone. You're never alone. You are a posse all by yourself. And Nicole, I see you. And I know that God is working in you. And I know that God is breaking, having a breakthrough coming your way. And I pray that God will just stir your spirit. And that you, as you do the work of the Lord, you're going to see the satisfaction that's going to come through it. Because you're meeting lives. You're meeting needs. Even though sometimes you don't realize what you're doing. You don't realize the lives that you touch. God is saying, baby girl, I got you. I got you. And I hold you in the palm of my hand. And that's for you, baby. I just felt that coming through. And I just wanted to stir you up, girl, that you are loved. That God is more than enough to meet all your needs according to his riches in glory. Not man's riches, but his riches in glory. Bless you, my brother. Since it's like, I gotta go. Have a blessed week. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Give him the praise and give him the glory. And let's get ready to celebrate. Let's get ready to celebrate this coming weekend. I love you. God bless you all. Amen.